0: Hello, and welcome back to American Teens. Uh, this is my podcast. My name is Iman. i I'm a 15-year-old girl living in a small town in southern Illinois, for those of you who don't know. Um, and this is my podcast, where I talk about uh, things that interest me and things that I think teenagers like me uh, should be talking about. So, that's Story of the Rundown, for those of you who are new. Um, I... I've re- tried to record this, like, three times, and I keep having distractions and disruptions. So, hopefully, this will be my final time of trying to record this, and we will be fine, and we'll post this, and it'll be great. Uh- <laughs> so, it is June 9th. Wow. It's, we're almost half, or we are halfway through the year, pretty much. Um, But yeah, it is June 9th. Uh, most of us are on summer vacation. Or summer holiday. Um, even though it isn't really summer yet, but... Uh, I got out the last week of May on the 27th, I think. 28th? some Somewhere around that. And this is my second week of summer. And uh, summer is kind of uneventful right now because I have just been studying for the ACT that I'm taking on Saturday this Saturday. So, for those of you who are taking the ACT, um good luck. I believe in you. You got this. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the big things that I've done this summer was I saw the movie Corilla. It was so good. Guys, you need to see it. It oh my god, the plot line was amazing. The acting was exceptional. Um, but this isn't going to be a movie review. You're probably thinking, well, why is this title on here if we're talking about Corella? Well, that brings me into my topic. Um, we're going to talk about Naps today. And Naps, there is a small portion of Corella that does involve Naps. Um, One of the main characters, her name is The Baroness. Uh, she's this, like, old lady who... I I didn't like, but maybe you guys might like her. Um, And every day, she lays down on this couch in her office, and she takes a nine-minute nap. Yes, you heard me right, kids, a nine-minute nap. And I thought, wow. How does she do that? And I, I was thinking about another movie that i used to watch it's a bollywood movie it's called three idiots for those of you who don't know i am half indian my mom immigrated here from india when she was a wee lad um (laughs) she was 19 but uh bollywood was a really big part of my upbringing and one of the movies was called three idiots it was about three uh dudes who go to an engineering college and they have to deal with this principal who's really me and his name is virus and everyone hates him and virus is so successful he's like the most successful engineering dude in india and he takes a seven minute nap a seven minute nap i don't think i can fall asleep in seven minutes but he takes a seven minute nap which is kind of in comparison to baroness who takes a nine minute nap and i just thought wow that's so weird that people can fall asleep. And also, i wondering, does that actually work? Like, do, do small naps work better than long naps? And that's sort of why I'm making this podcast. I did some research, and I was like, I should share this with my friends. And you guys are my friends now. If you guys aren't my friends yet. You guys are my friends. Hi. <laughs> um, so, I I did some research on, you know, naps and just things like that, and I would like to share with you guys, so if this is something that sounds pretty boring, feel free to click off and watch another one of my podcasts, I have, I think this is my fifth episode, sixth, I haven't made a lot of episodes, it's been almost a year though, but, um, (laughs) anyway, uh, yeah, go check out my other episodes, and if you don't like this one, um, I'm gonna be rambling a lot, cause I'm a little bit scatterbrained right now, but I really just wanna film this and get this over with, so, um, naps, <laughs> uh, the whole seven and nine minute nap did confuse me a lot, and I got the questions rolling and the research happening, and I found some, some key points that I would like to talk about or touch on while I have you guys listening. Um, one of the main things is sleep, or nap duration. So, oh my god, humans are mammals, in case you guys haven't realized that by now. Um, (laughs) humans are mammals, and most mammals, uh, sleep in these patterns called polyphasic, and we're gonna learn some words today. so, we have two... Parts of a word. We, we have Phasic, phasic The P H A S means time phase. Things like that, and the poly is many, more, much, that sort of thing, multiple. And we put them together, you get multiple phases. Whoa! Well, look at that. We learned a word. Uh, <laughs> so the polyphasic uh, sleep patterns uh, essentially means that uh, mammals will sleep in periods throughout all 24 hours of the day, so some mammals will sleep for, like, three hours, and do whatever it is their job in the, in the environment is to do, and they'll sleep again, and they'll do the same thing, and they'll go back and forth, and back and forth, and if you think about it, if humans were to sleep for, like, three hours at a time, and, like, we went to work at, like, one in the morning, and, like, or most people, like, let's say we had school at 1 in the morning, and, you know, that that that's just weird to us to think that we would be doing anything at night um, as, like, a normal student or just, like, a normal desk job or whatnot. And that's kind of... That's how a lot of animals live. And that's kind of how... That's kind of why naps exist, really, because of our connection with all these different animals. Um, so uh, we have... Get ready. Monophasic sleep patterns. This is probably so boring to you guys, but I find this so fascinating. Um, So, monophasic sleep patterns is, hear me out. We got mono, which means one or only. And we have phasic, which means phase or time. Put that together, we have one phase. Look at that. You learned two words today. Look at that. And you're on summer vacation. How cool is this? (laughs) Uh, So, monophasic means... Uh, one phase, one time. Where we sleep for the nights. Most of us do. (laughs) Um, we sleep for, you know, midnight to 7 a.m. Around that time. Or 11 to 7. Something like that. Or like 3 a.m. to 12 p.m. That's fine, too. Um, but we have one phase of deep sleep. Or not cycle but one one period of deep sleep through our every day and you know this this period may not be enough for some of us so some of us we like to take naps and this happens if we don't get enough sleep in our one phase and we need another phase of sleep and that's kind of where we kind of develop a polyphasic sleep pattern And that can just spiral you into taking, like, three naps a day because of just the lack of sleep you're getting at night. And this is kind of why my parents don't like naps that much. (laughs) Because once you sleep a lot throughout the day, you become hyper or awake at night when you're supposed to be sleeping. And then the cycle just repeats, and you're taking more and more naps and you become polyphagic and and an animal, and you live in the jungle. That's how that works. (laughs) So, naps can be beneficial and also extremely harmful. Um, Naps are, one, a way of coping with things. A lot of people use sleeping and, you know, just shutting off your brain and transitioning to that subconscious mind as a way to process and... To you know kind of think about things and to you clear your head and just get ready for the next chapter of your life, the next page of your life and it can be a little bit unhealthy because it's hard to uh convey your emotions if all you've been doing all your life is sleeping them off um which is something that you know I again find fascinating. I find the subconscious mind fascinating and sleep fascinating and whatnot and Yeah, so, uh, the subconscious mind is a weird place. We're going to be talking about that in another podcast episode, maybe, if I can do enough research on it where I'm not talking like an idiot like in this one. Uh, so, yeah, so it's a coping strategy, it is also a way to you know have sort of be self-aware and you know have some self-care in your life you know like not of us not all of us have enough time in the day to put on a face mask and sit in a bubble bath and watch our favorite soap opera or reality show and drink grape juice out of a wine glass (laughs) a lot of people don't have that luxury and some people do and that's awesome that's your way of dealing with certain things that's why you're taking care of yourself but sleep is a really big way to self-care yeah (laughs) um so if you're like let's say you're studying for example let's say you have a test tomorrow and you've been studying for five plus hours and you're so stressed and you have this big exam that's worth like 50 percent of your grade and you're freaking out but you also can't keep your eyes open and you're, fa- you're almost falling asleep on your textbook, you're falling asleep on your notes, and, you know, most of us would think, okay, go get some coffee or some energy drinks or water and come back upstairs. And some of us think, go to sleep, which is really the, like, the logical thing to do at that point is to go to sleep and to have that self-awareness of nothing is going to help except sleep at this point. Because all the information that you have, if it's like midnight, and you need to go to sleep, all that stuff will either go keep in your short-term memory or transfer into your long-term memory um, throughout the night. So, really, it's a matter of how your brain works in this case. If you need to keep studying, you don't know you don't know a dang thing from your five hours. Maybe you need to reconsider your studying habits. But if you're like, okay, I'm confident enough, this grade does not define my life or my social status or whether or not I'm gonna get into college or whether or not I'm gonna fail this class. I'm gonna go to sleep and prioritize myself. And for those of you who do that, that is so cool. I think that is an amazing trait to have, to take care of yourself before anything else. That is something that I envy, honestly. And, you know, napping is one of the, one of the, the main ways to, t- to self-care and to, you know, help yourself instead of harm yourself. Uh, however, long naps. I'm sure a lot of you guys have taken a long nap. Let's say, like, you fa- want to fall asleep for an hour, and you just got home, and you're like, oh, I'm so tired from school and whatnot. I'm going to take a nap before I have to do my homework. And you fall asleep and you wake up, and it's dark outside, and it's 8 p.m., and you took a five-hour nap, and you're freaking out, and you don't know what to do, and you haven't done anything all day, and you're just, you're just like, okay, I'm just not gonna sleep today, and that is, I, I've had that happen before, <laughs> so I kind of know how to combat it, but as soon as you, you know, wake up and you look at the clock, the first thing you have is dread and guilt, that's kind of how I feel, is... You know, I don't want to get out of bed right now. I just want this day to be over. I can do things tomorrow. And then the guilt because I was supposed to be awake two hours ago and I haven't done anything and I'm not going to go to sleep. And, you know, your brain just kind of spirals sometimes. And, you know, the the long naps um, really can harm our day because we when we wake up, we fall into sleep inertia, which sleep inertia, I have a little definition on the phone. Um, sleep inertia refers to the transitional state between sleep and wake marked by impaired performance, reduced vigilance, and a desire to return to sleep. The intensity and duration of sleep inertia vary based on situational factors, but its effects may last minutes to several hours. So that's that feeling of, you know, waking up in the morning or waking up after a nap. And just feeling so like, just done. Like you're just you're exhausted. You're d- groggy. You can't think straight. You like th- you just want to close your eyes and go back to sleep. And you can't. It's eight p.m. and you have homework and all these other responsibilities. And you know it's it's hard to combat that that sleep inertia. For some people, you know, it takes like five minutes and they're fine. For some people, it takes like an hour and then and then some. <laughs> Um, and with that, it's really hard to, you know, be productive after a nap if you have, you know, long periods of that sleep inertia. And the long periods of sleep inertia really come from the long periods of taking a nap. So it's weird because with sleep inertia, we get more of it when we don't get enough sleep at night, but we get less of it when we take smaller naps and I think how weird isn't sleep sleep (laughs) but uh, it's just kind of how our brains are wired our brains are not nocturnal Um, we, we live during the day and we sleep at night most of the time and sleeping during the day for a long period of time just kind of throws everything off so that's kind of why we have that excess sleep inertia the longer we sleep during the day And when it comes to that sleep inertia, especially when you're taking a nap, one of the main things I try to do is I get out of bed, or at least try to, and I either walk around my room for a little bit, walk around the house for a little bit, um, and I get a glass of water. This is your reminder to stay hydrated. Um, But this glass of water can be cold or room temperature, however you like your water, and just down it. Just absolutely destroy the water. (laughs) And once you finish that, hopefully you start to feel better. You start to wake up and just kind of go ahead with your night or your day. And that, I think water, cold water to me is like nature's caffeine. I think it's super cool because your brain wakes up, your heart's getting ready, all your veins are like, everything's just ready for the day um so this reminder to go get some water stay hydrated because if not your body can't work correctly um <laughs> i am your healthy safe reminder to do healthy human things but uh yeah you get some water and then for me i talk about this a lot but for me I love to make to-do lists, and to-do lists, you know, a lot of people think, like, what's the point if I know what I have to do? Well, if you, let's say you write down your to-do list, and you write it on a piece of paper, and you have this pen, and you write it down, like, you know, clean your room, do your laundry, do the dishes, do your homework, um, mow the lawn, whatever, and you have all these things to do today, and let's say you're like, okay. I'm going to mow the lawn. You mow the lawn, come back in, cross it off. And you look at it and you think, wow, I've done something today. If someone asks me, what did you do today? I can say I was productive and I did this one thing. And it kind of creates a snowball effect because you start getting motivated to do the rest of it because you like that feeling of that satisfaction. So I love making to-do lists because it gives me a little reward once I finish on my to-do list and just seeing like, a bunch of scribbles on a page instead of actual words and just throwing that away in the trash and being done with your day. Simple as that. And when, you, when you're going through that sleep inertia and you, you're just so groggy and you're tired, then writing that to-do list and making sure you know what you have to do for the rest of the day helps a lot. So um, the main way to combat sleep inertia is to sleep less. Now, I'm not saying, you know, sleep for four hours during the day or during the night. I'm saying sleep as much as you can during the night. And if you still need that extra little bit of sleep, if you can't keep your eyes open and it's like 3 p.m., go take a half hour nap. And you're like, half hour? That's not going to do anything. Well, studies show that the best nap length for most people is about 20 to 30 minutes. And I'm, I'm quoting this from the Sleep Organization of America, I think it's called. Uh, so this provides restorative sleep without drowsiness after waking. If you want to feel alert and productive after your nap, you can counter sleep inertia by limiting the amount of time you spend asleep. So in conclusion... sorry in conclusion just sleep less take a you know half hour nap because I I tested this like about an hour ago I took a nap for a half hour because I was so tired and I woke up I had no sleep inertia I could just get out of bed and go through my day and I, I had no sleep inertia I could just wake up and I was so awake I'm still awake now and I think that a half-hour nap is the right amount of sleep for me for during a day or whatever. And, you know, everyone's bodies are different, and everyone's brains are different, so it really is a matter of how much sleep you need. If you take a nap for an hour and you wake up and you're completely fine and ready to take on the day, then sleep for an hour. If you only need seven minutes, like the three eight eight character, then you only need seven minutes. If you need nine minutes, like the Baroness from Cruella, then you need nine minutes. And it's not something you should be ashamed about. Like, taking a nap should not be something shameful. Taking a nap means you're listening to your body and your mind, and you're realizing that you cannot function <laughs> unless you sleep again. And, yeah, it is if, you know, your parents or your siblings or your friends ask why you sleep so much, just say my body is different than yours and I need more sleep than you do because that's how my body works. And, you know, I have some things going on and I need to sleep to process it. And that's kind of all the explanation you really need to give. So, I hope that this this, it's kind of like a mini episode, I don't really have these such small episodes, this is only about like 20 minutes, but this is really like the main things I have about naps, and you know, just taking naps, and feeling better after naps instead of worse, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, um, if you want to be a guest on this uh, podcast this summer, please, uh, find a way to contact me, um, go to my Instagram at ImanR05, Iman called Iman, yeah, <laughs> um, and, uh, DM me, and I can, uh, have a Zoom with you, and we can talk about this podcast, and whatever you want to talk about, so, hopefully I will get some guests here, um, for the next episode, Thank you guys so much for watching and or for listening and I will talk to you guys next time.